Whoa. First, I don't know who the first commenter is today, but today is a fun day. First of all, both our hats are backwards, which means we mean business. We're talking about $1,000 car payments, the Chrysler 200, and music in the showroom. Everywhere I go, the mm. people really want to know who I I'm excited about that. I feel like a Thursday kind of show. It does feel like a Thursday Although it feels like a Tuesday still for me. <laughs> I don't know what day it is. I think it's Mon- no. Tuesday. No. Yesterday we'll was Monday. Friday. Today's we'll- Tuesday. Thursday. Tomorrow's Thursday. Friday. Which is... <laughs> Yeah, fourth on a Wednesday just doesn't work for me. Or Tuesday, no. whatever day. Yeah, he's like, see? still doesn't know. See, I still see, don't know. See what you did to me, you Fourth of July. He showed up this morning, and me, you, and Nathan, our producer, we all have the hats on backwards. All backwards. and it's like an it's right. like a, a nonverbal communication where you know our brain is in a mode when we have the yeah. hats backwards. It's really strange. Yeah. This like if you if you know about wearing a flat bill, you know if you run fast with a flat bill forward, that thing's flying off every single oh, time. That's a great right? way to put this. So it's like if you turn it around, you can run faster and go, and that's just like that's the mode. If that's the backwards a great way to show put up that. in the morning. It's like give us the go. headwinds. We got it. No problem. Let's go. Not a problem. Oh man, what are we talking about today, man? The guest list go. for a SotoCon keeps every day. People are saying yes. Like the first 50 people that we ask, like people are like, yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. And we have public groups represented. We have um, major publications represented. We have major organizations represented. Uh, We got a really fun former employee of Tesla represented. We're going to save all the fun announcements because we're going to drop like our first 20 or so speakers. And so if you haven't gotten your ticket yet, Now's a great time to get your ticket. I know it seems like it's far away, right? It's 80 some days away, but this summer is going to be over before you know it. And the tickets are going to be sold out. So if you're in this crew where you're listening to this at this point, please be there with us. Not to mention, we only have like 200 rooms in the primary hotel and they're going to go lightning fast. Yeah. Yep. You want to be in that hotel. I mean, the other hotels are fine, but you know, coming down the escalator and seeing all your people in the morning. Yeah, that's where the money's at. Yeah, last year we had half the attendance at a SotoCon. So this year we're probably going to be pushing 800. Uh, Last year we had like half of that, less than half of that. And we sold out 195 rooms real quick in the main hotel. So if that's not an indicator. Get your tickets. Come on. All right. Got to be in Baltimore. Don't worry. You don't have to go to downtown Baltimore. Nope. Just No, hit the airport. The airport's south of the city. And then you land and you go further south. So closer to D.C. It's easy. Five minutes. We want you to get there quick. Right. None, none of this Alvarez traffic nonsense. All right. None let's talk about some news today. Get into it. Come on. Come All right. On. Q2 of 2023 delivered an unprecedented news that one fifth of all new car buyers, 20 percent now have monthly payments over a thousand dollars a month. How about that? Oh, man, it's in the wrong <laughs> way. Must be the what? money in the wrong way. Um, This is obviously uh. Uh, due to higher car prices, higher borrowing rates, this information, according to Edmonds, the ad- average monthly car payment now has hit a halt all-time high of $733 amidst inventory shortages. Um, the average loan amount exceeds $40,000 for the fifth consecutive quarter. Um, and here's the thing. Of the people, of the 20% of people who have a $1,000 plus month payment, the largest group of those, 65% of those people, signed up for an average loan term of 67 to 84 months. So it's not even like they have a $1,000 payment because they're like, we're going to pay this sucker off in 36 months, no. 48 months. No, they have an average APR of between 8 and 9.6%. And they're stretching oh. it out, which means 
Negative equity is on its way back, folks. It's coming. Um, it is coming hard the, and fast. The average APR overall is 7.1%. Uh, and this is the highest since the fourth quarter of, get this, 2007. I, was I don't know a, if anyone remembers I, 2008. I, I was just, I, yeah. I, oh. oh, boy. <laughs> Here's, you know, it's wild. So, like, back in the day when um, not many vehicles approached $100,000 and I was selling Nissans, and we always messed around. We were like, who would buy a Nissan GTR? It's basically like a mortgage payment, right? <laughs> right. It's like, this is just normal. One-fifth, 20% of people just making mortgage and rent payments on their car out there. Um, I think that there's a couple interesting facts there. It's like, yes, it's higher car payments, but we're just seeing a greater amount of people that are high-income earners, um, high, like high credit rating, continuing to buy vehicles. And so affordability is less of a factor there. Yep. Uh, but it like the trickle down effect of an average payment still being 733 is saying like, hey, affordability trickling down the line is getting harder and harder to map to for the majority of consumers. And growing interest rates, average APR is up high. Um, it's just something to be on the lookout for. And I think, like you said, the biggest thing to be on the lookout for is how to educate customers about their their potentially large negative equity over the next 18 to 24 months as they're coming into like the next buying cycle. You know, we're going to see this like what 3.2 uh, year average on on typical buying cycles. We're coming right up to that where yep. we we're about we're getting close to that three year timeline on the er, on the early pandemic stuff. And so you just you want to start to look out for these patterns of customers just starting to un, need to understand what their equity situation has an impact on their purchasing uh, opportunity on the other side. Man, the next 12 months is going to be a real regulating 20 months as this cycle continues, as used car, as new car inventory starts to catch up, as used cars values begin to change substantially. There's an article we didn't put it in today. Um, you know, it was about used car prices are high and they're never going back down. It was like a New York Times article. And Kevin Fry was like, ah, yeah. uh, like, let me put a little asterisk on that. Let's remember that there were millions of cars that should have been and weren't produced during the pandemic, which might have something to do with used car values right now. New York Times. Yep. What do you know about the car yep. business? Nothing. Yeah, no, it's it, it's a big factor. Like we we're still recovering the rental car inventory gap still today is still getting recovered like it is not completely recovered. So wow speaking Give of rental cars segway <laughs> oh so good as the quarter two reports are rolling in still stellantis actually had a little blip on their report and everybody's like what is that little blip it turns out it's the fact that they sold a total of one chrysler 200s yes the chrysler 200 is still being sold new and still being reported on stellantis's quarterly sales reports so it was actually a 2016 model year so somebody walked and <laughs> and this was sold to a person right it's not like a rental car company but like yeah you know i want to go back and get some more of those chrysler 200s a person went into a dealership I guess allegedly, and was like, that's the one for me. 2016 Chrysler 200. So uh, we don't know where it was sold or to whom, but the average MRSRP, I looked this up, was $26,000 on, on those cars. And they're, they're selling right now with 100,000 miles on a Chrysler 200. They're still selling for like half of like 13 grand, 
14 grand. That's unbelievable. What in the world? Like how what long, is, how long is a world? Chrysler 200 that had legendary transmissions issues? How long is that sucker lasting after 100,000 miles? There's no way that's not even <laughs> happening to have a $13,000 2016 or older Chrysler 200 with over 100,000 miles that's not at a junkyard is kind of mind boggling to me. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a hunch out there. Okay. I'm going to throw a hunch okay. out there. Somebody in 2016 was like, the parts guy needs a he needs a demo. And they were like, what are we going to give the parts guy? Let's give him the let's give him the Chrysler 200. Let's give him the green Chrysler guy. 200. <laughs> right. That dude, every parts dude that I've ever known is like just content with life. My man drove that thing <laughs> Love that. for 100,000 miles from 2016 to now. And the dealer's they like, we got to get this up. off the books. Still a new unit. Got to get it off the books. <laughs> Whoops. There it went. That, been, I'm telling you. It's owned by the. Story the yeah, you'll listen. find it connected to a parts dude's demo. If for some reason somebody out there can figure this out for us, we will have them on the show. Period. Absolutely. They're coming on the show. Like, if that's not a celebrity in the make, especially if it's a parts guy, Kyle, if it's a parts guy, like, I'm sending you a gift card because, <laughs> because that is just, just so on the you, nose. I've but seen it. as you're saying I've it, I'm it like, before. yeah, that probably is exactly what happened because <laughs> no one's going in to pay 26 or 24 or $20,000 for a Chrysler 200. But, or maybe they just had it like stocked in the parts department. Right. They're like, we're going to hang on to this one because we know we're going to need a transmission. And they're they're slow, so they just kept it. It's like their parts vehicle. Is this new right. it was, it was. They were parting the whole thing out. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> oh. We have no good transition to the next oh, story. Oh, so that's music to my ears. way more fun than that Speaking one. Speaking of music to our ears. Stop. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> so recent research reveals that in-store music can actually boost weekday sales by over 10%. Yeah, uh, as tunes sales. seem to uplift weary work, work week shoppers. However, the same melody might not have a similar impact on the weekend crowd and actually could even be distracting. Whoa. Okay, so the study uh, analyzed over 150,000 shopping trips in a Swedish. Okay, so we'll take That's a lot of shopping time. trips, by the way. That's a lot of shopping trips in Sweden. I will say That's that. That's the whole population. Yeah, <laughs> in Stockholm and found that shoppers from Monday to Thursday tend to be mentally tired and pleasant music actually enhances their mood, making purchasing decisions more instinctive. However, on Fridays... Shoppers are ha happier, less hurried, making them less affected by like a subconscious marketing through in-store music. So uh, we've seen we've seen studies like this in the past where music actually changes the mood or the shopping behavior of um, of of people based on like the type of music or the volume that, that it's played at. Um, so like research has shown over and over that paying attention to the music and the vibes and how it interacts with your guests can definitely impact shopping behavior. I've seen this firsthand, Paul, like just in, cause we do a lot of video shoots and we've been in marketing for a long time. Like you watch kind of like the mood in a showroom when music is on to all of a sudden the, the, the producers awkward. like music off and awkward. like kind of looks around like, am I talking too are, loud? Are we right? working or so, what? Yeah. Right. Is this exactly. a museum? I, I think of the, the people who understand playlists um, I think of DJs. I'm thinking of uh, the book we've been going through. And we're going to actually start in a Soto book club, legit, where we go through this book, Unreasonable Hospitality, yep. um, where uh, the you know the restaurant tour that had the best restaurant in the world, Will Gadara, 
talked about how the music transitions throughout the evening because people are in different modes throughout the experience and how it subconsciously registers. So without a doubt, this makes all the sense in the world. Um, I, I'm trying to think if, if I've ever been in a dealership that's been that intentional about their playlist. No. But I think about when there's cha- when there's chaos, right? If you add like upbeat, positive music to the chaos, it actually seems more chaotic. Well, that's the thing. Like on a Saturday, if you think about just the energy and how many people are around, like thinking about just, oh my goodness, if it's like full on rock jam, You're mentally right? stimulated like, like to a high level just already. Like, what is happening all around me? I can't even concentrate. I can't even focus. So thinking about that, like it, it, what would be your choice I, I for a Saturday? That, it's almost like classical hmm. music. Like, yeah, I think that might like pull it down a little bit too much, but like some that. nice like Americana jazz? acoustic oh, music. Oh, I like this. Jazz, like, There's a little Nashville like, coming through mm, here. Mm, yeah, you know, like yep. just like like smooth, yep. easy listening Americana type. You know, I, actually, we just need to send Al Kutri to your store, and Al Kutri can just yep. <laughs> blow the horn in the corner a little bit. It yep. just have people in the That'd mode. Perfect. But hey, I mean, it's a, it's a great opportunity, I think, for dealers who are retailers to just get a little more intentional about what's playing in your yep. store right now. If you're in your store right now, just be like, what's playing? Look at people's faces, feel the attitude. And then when it gets, you know, a different in a different state, if it gets busier, if it gets slower. Yep. Um, I mean, most dealers I know are pretty good at controlling the music from their phone. Some are really bad at it. Like, We'll can tell a story about Patrick. Well, we're in the store in the morning shooting the next More Than Cars episode with Patrick. And we're like, he's like, oh, you need the music off? No problem. Like, Patrick's like, I'm going to get this done kind of guy. And he's on his phone for like, you know, a minute or two. And then the music goes off. But also what goes off are everything. All the TVs. <laughs> all the this. He just hit the full like blade kill switch. Like, yeah. like powering down the Death Star and his IT guy came in and it was still like it was three hours later he's like yeah we're almost there we're almost there I was like does he always do stuff this he's like job security yes Patrick job is security. like we're gonna, exactly. we're gonna shut yeah. this thing down no I think I think that this is like I think at minimum you could do like an early morning a mid morning an early afternoon and a late afternoon kind of playlist and here's the other part you know what that would help your, ploy, your poor employees that hear the same 83 songs played over and over and over, <laughs> they might actually have some energized feeling. Oh, right. Get, get them going as well. well. Brian Ortega obviously just lands the winner, Yacht Rock, when we're saying, like, what do we play? I could just hit. Well, I don't got to say. that's the one all right we're gonna keep singing but uh look that's enough from us for today you have work to go you have a playlist to curate you have an asotocon ticket to buy and you have people to serve i mean that's a great list for today playlist asotocon ticket go love some people we'll see you tomorrow oh